It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hey, everyone. Oh, hey, no. Stop doing that right now. Hey, it's the Saturday <laughs> Friends Club. How you doing, guys? Having fun? Uh, dying slowly. <laughs> no, we're not. Hi, everyone. This is Saturday Friends Club. This is where everyone gets together on the weekend with a whole bunch of friends together and says, hey, we like to watch those things. Let's watch them again. Yeah, don't, don't, let, don't let the name fool you. It's Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'm Josh. I'm Sabrina. I'm Stefan. I've introduced myself. Yeah, I'm doing it this time. I'm Eric. Hi. <laughs> I don't have to do all the heavy lifting on each episode. Are you too good to say your own name? <laughs> I don't think I am. Have you become that person? If, <laughs> <laughs> ugh, if I must introduce myself. Uh, no, I actually, after these three movies, the, like the like my identity has just kind of disassociated into the ether, and I'm a empty shell of a person we knew that this was going to happen like we we had <laughs> last podcast like with three sets of good movies high fives all You're around right. feeling yeah. pretty good and we knew that the, the backslide was coming yeah, anyway our car our like karmic backlash for daring to pick three movies that might not be terrible well uh so we have three movies though we're only going to, going to disclose two right now so we're doing a mini uh mini offbeat superhero grouping with these first two uh first one being supergirl and next episode, we're going to be doing Mystery Men. And then a third Thanksgiving special. Oh, it's special, all right. So. Sorry, not sorry. Especially. So special. <laughs> yeah. It made me thankful for many things. <laughs> all right, Stefan, but uh, Supergirl. This Supergirl. Is, this is your choice. Tis my choice. This is the 1984 original Supergirl film, which was a spinoff, yet not a spinoff, of the Superman films. It came out in between... Three and four of Superman. And not to be confused with the CW show that is not currently going. Not to be confused going. with the CW show that's currently going. Although Helen Slater does star in that film, or in that show, as a recurring character. So they actually brought the original Supergirl into the Supergirl TV show. Smart. Yeah, which was clever, I mm -hmm. think. It was yeah. really nice to that's do Yeah, that. she's like Supergirl's nice mother. Yeah, her, um, her, her stepmother. Or? Her stepmother or her adopted mother. Okay. Yeah. Because at some point she just goes, that's me! Also, I believe this was, like you're saying, this is between three and four. I think I remember reading that after this this movie, uh, they sold the rights to Canon Films, and they made the fourth one, which is like the, like the Quest for Peace or something. Yes. It's a Canon movie, so people who brought you such greats as Over the Top and Life Force mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, some other movies. Well, we obviously will have to talk a little bit about Superman and therefore to get to Supergirl yes. to understand. This sounds like Stefan, you no, are. No, I'm just. You, no, no understanding of Superman will help you understand this movie. <laughs> well, kind of understanding the background of Superman slash Supergirl in the making of the films will kind of help understand why uh, this good. thing Al happened. Always the good sign of a good film where yes. you have to understand all the things that went wrong in production, <laughs> the politics, for the, for the plot to make sense. Of course. <laughs> Spoiler alert there is none. So, Stefan, <laughs> why Supergirl? Why why you like this film? Oh, man, What's your history? I, I rem so, uh, in my city that I live in, Foster City, it's a small little city that's built on a landfill and uh, will one day be consumed by water. Sorry. It's a trash uh, island. It's a trash yeah. island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you, trash <laughs> island. Uh, there was this uh, little tiny independent video rental place that my dad would love to walk to. It was so close to our house. And so the day that he let me pick my first film <laughs> to rent... I'm walking around, I see Superman, and then out of the corner of my eye, I see a little blonde girl holding a golden ball, and I 
pull that out of the sleeve and it's Supergirl. So I'm like, I want to see this. And my dad's like, what is this? I'm like, it says Supergirl on it. Is this his daughter? And so my dad's just like, okay, we'll watch it. So it's one of my favorite movies in the whole wide world. I love it. It's so terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say mostly it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense because there's like three different versions to the film. Well, and like you were saying, it's like this movie, I saw the two hour version. This movie, yes. The movie got through two hours and like I couldn't tell you a single thing about like beyond the very basics of she's looking for the power source. Like yeah, the all of her other decisions that she makes and the characters in this movie bear no relation to anything. Yes. It's uh, it's funny because the two and four minute long version is the most completed version. And then there's still, you know, pieces that are missing to make the complete film actually, quote unquote, make sense. And uh, after David and I finished watching it, I had mentioned I'm really glad that I have it on DVD. And he was like, why don't you have it on Blu-ray? I'm like, because it doesn't it doesn't exist on Blu-ray. He looks it up and he finds out that there is a Blu-ray version with with a ultra special director's cut version. Because apparently they found a tape of it with do not use splattered across it. Do not use. Do not terrible. use. <laughs> and Bad just movie. In there, do not watch. Apparently it adds like an extra half an hour to the film. <laughs> oh, wow. What? And so like, because there are parts where it's I'm like just like, the- wait, this doesn't make sense. Or where did that come from? Or what's going on here? And then all of a sudden in these added scenes, it actually explains why that happened or why that thing is there or where this mysterious puddle even- came from. Oh, wow. It was so, oh, dear God. I, I looked at my husband and I was just like, I need you to get me this. He's like, he's like, for Christmas. I'm like, for love. No, just buy it right just now. now. I'm I need, prime. To, I need to curse this household. Like, I need it here in two days. So for me to rewatch it. Oh my goodness. That's that's so good. Sh- and they still had a two-hour movie, and it made no sense. It makes sense. Slash, does it make sense? I, I'm just gonna we we did you zone I, out. That's kind of a. I mean, no, I was trying did you to. Take your safe, did you take yourself to a safe place? I did at times. I different times. I'm like I'm paying more or less attention to it, and then I would I I rewound and like wait wait what and then like went back and like okay that didn't help. I I, I know like the, it didn't make any sense. It, it is kind of a meme at this point, but like no, truly, I this movie makes no sense. Yes, it, it, in a very yeah. literal sense. There are parts where I had assumed I knew what was going on, where I was just like, oh, okay, this is, like, for example, like, the city that they are in, I just assumed it was a part of Krypton that got shoved into inner space. Well, we'll talk about it, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about but it. I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think that what we can do uh, beforehand mm. is to talk about some of the trouble that this movie had, because... They had the so we're talking about Supergirl just to recap. Just for a reminder. Just a reminder. And if you think this is confusing already, yet yeah, buckle in. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to remind you every five minutes we're still talking about Supergirl because it you might just sound it might just sound like we're just talking about or like a random assemblage of nonsense, <laughs> but it is in fact the 1984 movie Supergirl. Um, the so this movie kind of went through a few different versions. There was so there was a Superman movie, four of them before they started making more Superman movies of questionable quality. Um, and oh, and these are great, like, films oh, in comparison. Just, yeah. Wow. Nailed it. Knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Um, and so, basically, this is a spinoff of those movies, uh, basically, to be like, hey, we got Supergirl. Sure, we'll just, we'll do Women Empowerment Girl. Let's do this. We. Um, and not, Jesus, that came out way more dismissive than I wanted it to. Wait, uh, very cynical, Josh. 
Um, it's this movie. It's terrible. It brings yeah. it out. Um, and yeah, basically they were like, hey, let's get Superman in here. Let's do a plot with that. Uh, uh, did you want to talk yes. a little bit? So um, this is a cute story. So when they hired <laughs> Helen Slater uh, before. So originally it was going to go to like Melanie Griffith. She said no. And then Brooke Shields was going to take it. But she's six foot something. So she was going to be this giant glamazon of a girl in the film, and everybody else was super short. So they were just like, mm, I think we're going to go with somebody else. Then the decision was, well, Superman, the Superman films were so successful, or at least the first two were, because Christopher Reeve was an unknown guy. He just came out of nowhere, and he really took on to the role. So we're going to do the same thing with Supergirl. They find Helen Slater. They let her know, hey, you're going to be in this film with Christopher Reeve. He, There's a story that she tells all the time when she's interviewed about it that he actually took her out for like a day in New York and they walked around the city together as if they were in Metropolis and like they tried to develop uh you know buddy buddy relationships and that way when they did the filming like it could already tell that there was like a familial feel well after so many so many rewrites he got written down to just a cameo position or um spot and he was like thanks but no thanks I'm not going to do that uh, I have a conflict so uh they removed him entirely they kept a picture of him for her to look at longingly, eerily, uh, <laughs> in her dorm room. And then uh, the other pieces like Selena the Witch and everyone else stayed. So they removed Lois, I think. Lois was at one point supposed to be in there. And then they kept Lucy Lane in there to make it like, oh, see, there's more than one intrepid young brunette running around becoming friends with a hayseed <laughs> who's insanely naive. They can only have one stereotype. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was that was kind of the story behind Christopher Reeve's almost entrance. And um, a lot of people are like, "Well, it's Superman. How would he be fallen down by a witch?" And the comic books, Superman actually has a weakness to magic as well as kryptonite. So that's how they explained how he would have been felled by Selena, and then. You know, Supergirl has to like save, save him or something. Yes. Okay, because I I had like I have almost no experience in anything related to Superman, but I was never aware that like magic was part of. The, I mean, I guess it's part of the the the, what, the DC universe. It is. I yeah. guess there's yeah. magic. In there's, it. You got a Shazam, and you got you Zatanna. Zatanna is also uh, their Scarlet Scarlet Witch Light. I guess. <laughs> I hope, yeah. I hope that maybe, maybe to help recover from Batman vs Superman, they'll make like a Selena movie. Okay, well, tell you what. How about we uh, we get into this? Let's go ahead and escape from our our, our fortress. Uh, let's get real nerdy with it here. Uh, let's go ahead and don our magical outfit that appears and disappears at will. Uh, let's uh, let's try and save a city from witches that get a thing that turns into a doggy at one point. It's Kind of, let's, let's, it, turn, let's, it turns into a dog. Let's get our point. like superfluous friends in here who just sit there explaining what's going on. I mean, that's this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, yeah. It's, it's I will gladly done. take on the Bianca role for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, now we've called ourselves out. Let's go ahead and talk about Supergirl.
All right, let's do this. Supergirl is a 1984 British superhero film directed by people. I'm going to destroy their names. Uh, Jeannot Zwark. Sure. Nice. And yep. written by David Odell. That's an easier name to say. Uh, based off of the DC Comics character of the same name and serves as a spinoff from Alexander and Ilya Salkin's Superman film series. The film stars Helen Slater as Supergirl, along with Faye Dunaway, Mia Farrow, and Peter O'Toole, with Mark McClure reprising his role as Jimmy Olsen from the Superman films. He was the only actor to do so. Supergirl was the first English-language English superhero film to feature a woman in the lead role. Hmm. I, real quick question right at the top. Are the other Superman movies also English? Like, are they made in Britain? I think they were. I think That's so, so weird. And then, uh, like, the Salkinds, uh, they're the ones who brought the films to be. So they were the ones who did Superman 1 and 2. And then I don't think they did 3 and 4, but, like, they're mostly connected to 1 and 2. Hmm. And then they... Um, and then I think that the director was also connected with... Um, I'm trying to remember if he was connected with... Uh, the third Superman film, but I don't remember. There's a, yeah, like a lot of English people running around in this movie that's supposed to take place in Illinois. It, yeah. it definitely is Chicago. They are definitely trying to make it look like Chicago. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So, and just so you know, uh, the original Superman, Superman colon the movie, a 1978 superhero film, uh, was co a co-production between the UK, Switzerland, Panama, and the United States. You're right. It is from a colon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> you got to say, listen, you got to save your best dunks for later. I'm just saying. Oh, I got like, so I got plenty. Off really strong. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> All right. Shall we go ahead and get down to this plot? Absolutely. Good luck. <laughs> I'm just going Let's to read. Seven, tell us what happens in this movie. I am merely going to read what Wikipedia tells me to read. Although, so. can I jump in with a fun fact? Go ahead and jump in with that, a fun fact. That intro that we saw. For Supergirl, cost it one million dollars. It what? did. It did. In in, in nineteen eighty four million dollars. In nineteen eighty four million dollars. What? That's like I thought it was really pretty, and I was surprised it cost that much. For. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it cost it's just a bunch of spinning mirrors. I know. I'm like nowadays that, that would have been nothing. I was like, oh, it just looks pretty. That I was do that in my garage. Wait, that a million dollars? It was a million dollars. One thirty fifth of their budget. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thirty-five million dollar thirty-five million dollar budget 1984? movie. Nineteen eighty-four. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It made fourteen million in the box office. So. Ooh, <laughs> rough. Like Hachi Machi, this was an expensive movie at the time. <laughs> Whoa! Like, think of all the other movies that came out right around there. Like that look. Look what? How does thirty-five million not like? Yeah, we're in the future city. And it's just made it's just a pile of saran wrap. It's like cellophane. It oh, <laughs> that is depressing. Proceed. Uh, I'm trying to find out how much 35 Engage. million would actually be now, but unfortunately, this 34 this million dollars of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm I'm, atten I'm attempting, but unfortunately, the search engine of choice on this machine is Bing, so it's never going to tell me. Yeah. It's like, do you want to fly, Supergirl, or do you want to fly? <laughs> The, uh, or like, how much did Peter O'Toole get for this movie? I mean, Mia not enough. Mia Farrow got like, she got a shout out in the trailer, and she's in the billing as the cast. She's only in there for a minute, so how much money did she get for that? 
Like you have to wonder. And then Helen Slater got, or not Helen Slater, um, Faye Dunaway was put top billing in the film right. over Helen Slater, just like in Superman 1, Gene Hackman got top billing over uh, Christopher Reeve. Oh, so weird. you have to wonder how much her, like, you know, how much she earned from all of it. Too. So Faye Dunaway and her character and the characters around her are from a completely separate movie that just seemed to just encounter Supergirl. Yeah, that they just like... <laughs> they just, just run into her. They just her. add her in there. This movie is like stitched together from several completely different movies, like thematically, visually, tonally. Costume-wise. Costume. Superficially. Superficially. It's like like Supergirl encounters a, like, a, like, like B-roll Scooby-Doo She whoopses her way into conflict. Whoops, all conflict. Well, what I don't understand is (laughs) there is, like, an actual... I'm reading, like, what happened to the actual city that Supergirl is from, and I'm like, why did they change it to this weird interdimensional thing? Like, what was the purpose of that so the purpose of that is if the film tanked then she's in a completely like there's a she's in a it place that superman cannot spread of the bad exactly it's a self-contained world where because superman in the movie like at one point where selena's in her car like they say that he's out visiting another planet that's like 70 billion light years away uh-huh so, how convenient convenience <laughs> so uh he can't he will not know how to return and find her so, like, if the film does bad, well, she's stuck in her interdimensional world, and she can't come back. So, it's almost like... It, so, they, it was an excuse to trap her in, an, basically, in yeah. a place he couldn't I get mean, to. Exactly, so That's basically. the reverse of movies wow. now, where they'll, they'll have a thing at the end where they leave it, the door open for a sequel. This is literally, like, we have a fallback in case this movie is terrible, so that the terrible doesn't spread to any future movies we want to make. I well, like, mean, I mean, back then, I feel like you kind of had to do that. You know, it's, like all, they, it's also the excuse so Superman didn't have to actually show up yeah. and be like, oh, yeah. hey, what's going on? Let me help you out with this. I mean, it's essentially the Captain Marvel thing. Oh, you have this amazingly powerful character. Oh, sorry, I got to oops out for this, like half this movie. Yeah. Goodbye. I'm only well, going to show up when you absolutely need me. Yes. Just to just punch a spaceship. Yeah. Well, the third Superman film, because this came out between three and four, the third one was not well received. I mean, you know, they got rid of Lois Lane. They introduced Lana Lang. I think uh, what's he's a very famous comedian from uh, that toy movie. I keep forgetting his name, and I feel terrible because he's so iconic. The toy movie. Yeah, like remember, it's like that little rich kid who like buys an adult man. Some oh my god, <laughs> leave, leave it like, as that. Like, uh, leave it at that child it's, that buys an, an adult, adult man. man. It's super terrible, <laughs> but it was an '80s film. Uh, Richard Richard Pryor, I think, is the same. I think that's the comedian. Yeah, name. that, that yeah. could be it. Yeah, so he's in the you third. Bought film. a Richard Pryor man. Yeah, it's like we don't have to get Boy, into that it. Boy, that seems that's, uh, that's that's a completely different film that we do not need to talk about uh, right now. That seems Anyways, troublesome. It had so many uh, moments, <laughs> in it, so it's like you know, Tim Allen showed up. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but it's right. '80s Tim Allen, so when he's still like doing cocaine, <laughs> and he's got a mustache. All right, let's, let's go ahead and finally get into this plot. Kara oh, yeah, yeah. Zor L. See, Josh, you didn't remind you, you didn't you went we went like five minutes. You didn't remind us that we're talking about Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Still talking about Supergirl. Talking about Kara Zor L, who lives in an isolated Kryptonian community. Can Named Argo City in a pocket of trans-dimensional space. It is space. literally a pile of garbage. <laughs> it is, it interior, is cellophane. The interior looks like it was made out of like 
I don't know. I, I, it feels like they had the B plus, like the stage for a old Star Trek like yeah, area yeah. still constructed, and they're like, "Hey, we can save some money." Yeah, this is like the planet, uh, the, the the oval of gravel planet, and like this is like we will take you back to our fortress, and then <laughs> and then like I don't know, Kirk does a thing, and then like Spock says something. It, it looks insightful. like one of those Jim Henson films where like you know. You just expect to see David Bowie prancing out in <laughs> yeah, tight no, no, pants. Yeah, that's right. It looked like no. It, it, you know, it looked like something from Kroll. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Their windows are plastic wrap. No, they're literally saran, <laughs> uh, literally saran wrap. Literally, like, I'm not even like saying literally from so saran much. wrap and then Q-tips. It's like oh no, like she, the mini design. She breached the like the window. Like it was made out of plastic. What? It's weather stripping. What, what is are wrong you doing, with you people? <laughs> oh no, we got to keep the temperature well, out. And they show all of the, they show all the exteriors, and it's just like that's just a that that looks like a coat rack that you just drape saran wrap over, and put some like Christmas lights on the inside. Like, Look at this futuristic city. Like, that looks terrible. One million dollar budget One for the intro. Million dollar. That 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 was nine hundred ninety thousand for Peter O'Toole. <laughs> Uh, and his weird, like, bad dragon wand. So, uh, a man named Zoltar allows Kara to see a unique and immensely powerful item known like, as the Omega Hedron. It, it depends I, it, on who's saying it. If they're British, it's it, the Omega Hedron. The Omega Hedron. The Hedron. You always he have just, to do, like, that weird thing at the end. So, so, so he's, like, a he's this huge moron who just, like, stole... The, everyone's like, you took the Omega Hedron, like... We need that to live. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna like. You know, no, he's like, no, I borrowed it. I borrowed for it. I'm, inspiration. I'm going to use my. I'm. I'm going to use my dragon. You know what? Here to craft a uh, another tree out of paper mache, and then like, <laughs> it's oh man. I love that whole dialogue too. It's just like, what is that? Zoltar is like, I think it's a tree. A tree. <laughs> what is a tree? I, I screamed at the. Uh, they're, uh, they're just talking about like. This is a very British scene here. It's just like a British scene in Supergirl, the movie we are talking about. Yes, in Supergirl, <laughs> yeah, I think Wait, it's a tree. Like, like Supergirl, I've never. I would like to go to Earth, but I think I'll be going to Jupiter. Where's Jupiter? I was like, ah! It's like I think I'll go to Saturn. Yes, I'm gonna go see the rings. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, the Omega Hedron, which he has borrowed without the knowledge of the city government. Why? And which powers the city. But he Why? founded that He founded that city, so doesn't that mean he gets to take whatever he wants? He built that, that means it's doubly irresponsible because he knows how important <laughs> that thing is. He built the city on Omega Hedron. All right. Anyway. The uh, city of Omega <laughs> <laughs> Uh, however, after a mishap, the Omega Hedron is blown out into space. This is the like I, I was like w again. I was watching inner space. I, I was it, it so just like space. I, I was so I was like, oh no! When I was getting to this park, like this movie is going to be really bad. <laughs> I mean, basically, like what happens? They create a metallic mosquito. Well, okay, so he's it talking. Was fly, wasn't it? He's talking with more like extras from Zardoz, and then she gets the bad dragon wand, <laughs> and she like creates a giant dragonfly with it. I'm, I'm sorry, did you just say that Mia Farrow of Rosemary's Baby and Peyton Place TV show Soap Opera was just a random nobody? Did you yes. Just say that? <laughs> oh my god. Yes, in that she had like, she was in this movie for a minute, and she's like, oh no! And then like, that was the ex extent of her part. That woman was married to that one director who cheated on her with his stepdaughter. Ah, uh, yes, we all know him. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. She and has her, suffered enough. Her, her, and her affair with uh, Frank Sinatra, which produced Ronan Farrow. Oh, yes, but we don't discuss that. 
I'd like to discuss it because <laughs> Woody Allen is like a terrible monster garbage person. He's like a little troll. And should, I don't know, be crushed under a series of weights? Yes. This has been Talking About Supergirl. Supergirl. <laughs> and this is related. This is related. Totally related. Ronan Farrow is killing it right now. Uh, I hope he eventually gets to figure out what, like, okay. to, Exposing Epstein. So anyway, back on to the plot that we want to talk about. Um, uh, Supergirl. <laughs> yes, Supergirl. So, the, so the, the sphere of something or other is blasted out through the saran wrap into space. The Omega Hedron. And her head is momentarily out in space, and it's spooky for a moment until they stop doing it, in which they it's just, then... It's just her, like, holding it and, like, <laughs> like, I'm being sucked into space. And then, yeah, they, they reverse the film, and he, like, seals the saran wrap back up with the bad dragon wand. Yes. So uh, at this point, Zorel, who is Jorel's brother, aka Superman's uncle, mm-hmm. and then Alura L, who is his aunt by marriage. I feel like poor, this all needs to be said. Again, like poor basically, Peter like O'Toole. Ar- I know they he- all argue with Peter O'Toole, aka Zoltar, who uh, you know they're just like you know what are you gonna do now? Like we we're only gonna be alive for a couple of days. You know this thing was like a childish game, your stupid game. Uh-huh. And then he's like. I think we can do it. If I go into a sphere and then go through a weird binary shoot, I'll be able to retrieve it. <laughs> and then what does Helen Slater do? Completely. I love that acting. It's not even, you don't even see it register on her face. She just looks up at the sphere and then waddles on over, jumps in. <laughs> this and then is a activates thing I can do. Like, Yeah, exactly. And what then just activates deal? and then runs. And then, you know, Zoltar, in the best piece of acting that I've ever seen in Mia Farrow ever she screams her daughter's name and they all run to try and stop her even though she's in a giant globe and then off she shoots and then into wax space into wax space (laughs) but I love that whole I love that whole exchange like you lunatic she'll be killed it's like okay basically he says like you know she's gonna go into like the actual universe she'll get these amazing fantastical abilities and then she'll, you know, she'll be fine, whereas everybody else is going to die. But then he says, because I did all of this, I have to be sent to the Phantom Zone. So well, like, he's basically going to the Phantom Zone. Well, yes. everyone else is going to die. I'm going to go to the Phantom Zone. He's like, Goodbye. He's like, your pain will be short. Mine forever. <laughs> <laughs> this is him, like, like he, he went from Lawrence Arabia to this. <laughs> He's like, I was on a train in a film. Did you know that? Did you know I'm an actually I'm actually a very famous actor. I'm now I'm in this movie. This I've movie. done theater. Supergirl. All right, finishing off this first paragraph, after overhearing the wariness of her parents, Kara follows it to Earth, ungoing a transformation into Supergirl in the process in an effort to recover it and save the city. We should talk about that basically she, go, as we said, goes through wax space and then immediately pops out the other end wearing the Supergirl uniform. Yeah, it's just, what? I, like, this is this is talked about very early in the film. They talk about, like, sixth sixth dimensional geometry whatever that nonsense is so i just blame everything that just makes sense on that it's just it's, it's like more la- it's lazier hand waving than like doctor who which is also british it is british <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out <laughs> i think it's I, was to the Brits. I think this is like just a british thing where they're just like you know we, we need to get to the theatrical elements we don't we don't need things like plot we've or, set up like, a, a gaggle of witches later we certainly need to get to Oh, what? Anyway. She knows six-dimensional geometry. This is fine. She'll be able to manipulate space and the molecules around her to create a costume that she knows nothing about. Yeah. Do do all of them turn into suit? They they all get, like, a spandex suit when they, like, 
go to Earth? I guess so. Because she shows up in like appears to be like Yosemite Park, something like that. D- yeah. Does that mean that if Zoltar actually went through, he would have popped out with a Superman uniform? Yes. Probably, but not with the S. Hello. His would have been a different emblem. Gre- Hello, greetings. It's me. I'm in this, this spandex outfit. This isn't the Phantom Zone. <laughs> 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 so meanwhile, while this is, this is all going, we should talk about some witches. So we have. I don't, s- hmm? I don't think we should, but <laughs> I would know. I'm gonna say like I, this is the part where like I I com- this is where I began to completely lose it because it was just like what who are these characters? What what is the going on? So we have basically these two characters, Selena and Nigel, just kind of being catty to each just other. Just being very rich and like having a picnic on like a tiger skin in a park. Yeah. Which we need to talk about later as we discuss what Nigel is in the film. Because like, how does he get that with that salary? Like, I would assume like he just another plot hole. What, what is anything in this movie? <laughs> the, the 80s were a different time. People could live on a teacher's he salary. He was a powerful warlock. Maybe he just mad. Why, oh, that's why, true. Why does he teach he had like a tiger skin picnic rug? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why is he a teacher at the school? Like he appears to be very wealthy. He, he's he like likes, a warlock and he's like I, I still like you know being a warlock doesn't pay the bills as much as it used to. I have to have a day job. Okay. I want to break this down real quick and talk about these three characters because they are, it's essential to understand how dumb they are. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. So let's start up top. The the most important of the three, Selena. Let's try and describe Selena only using adjectives. Go. Harpy. Good. I think that's it. Homeless. (laughs) (laughs) Homeless. That's good. Uh, She has a house. Can we talk about that? Let's talk about that shambles of a house that she has. Serena's finally curing in. She's alive. There's no no single word adjective that means she lives inside of a, like, abandoned carnival funhouse. Which I thought was amazing. (laughs) There's no antecedent for this. Talk about the best clubhouse ever. I know. But then don't they like ride in it? Everyone like there, yeah, there's one point around yeah. on it on the little the little. It's really cool. Hey, you know what? If you've had a long day of like attacking children and trying to curse people, then you want to get into a, like a little buggy that will drive you around your, yeah. your place. I like it's basically okay. you have like it, what, it's almost like people f- have like elevators in their houses. Instead, you have this little like buggy that just takes you around to each room. It, Great. It was just, it was a bit of like just completely unexplained, like whimsical, like, oh, she lives in a magical funhouse world. What is happening in this movie? Well, I mean, look at Superman 1. Lex Luthor lived in a flooded part of the subway well, I haven't in seen, Metropolis. I, this is the first of the original Superman movies I've seen. I've not You're seen kidding. it. I have what? not seen it. No. What? You haven't even seen a su- original what? Superman no. movie? I, I no. have not oh seen the God. original what? Superman what? movie. Okay. What? So this, this is, is an intro. So many things this have gone is wrong. This is the Reeves is like the iconic Superman. So many things have gone wrong. And you've never seen. You've, everything's everything's been thrown out of proportion. This is you the reason the we made ones. this podcast, guys. <laughs> uh, I know. Not to surprise like, you. Oh my goodness. You need to see Superman, but like, come on. This you is why I asked. Good. Like, did I miss? Was there something explained? We're talking about Supergirl. I don't think we are. <laughs> what is? But we're talking about crimes against humanity at this point. What is not seen this film? What is anything? We got to oh, get Lord. through this, guys. Ugh, All God. right. C- quickly, let's talk about the other two. Nigel. Ugh, okay. Nigel is essentially Severus Snape. Nigel Thornberry. He's like the he, yeah, he's like the worst bargain bin. Like, if Severus Snape was a Doctor Who villain, it would be him. 
He gives the best insults though. Like when she was when she was walking away from her, was like, "Don't walk away from me, Selena. If it went from me, you'd still be reading tea leaves and like Tahoe." <laughs> tea <laughs> leaves. That's right. Tea leaves and Tahoe. That what was pretty good. That was pretty good. I've used that on hey, David several hey, times. Hey, oh, you, you'd still be reading tea. instead of tea leaves and Tahoe. She's living in abandoned like yeah. She's carnival. She's and she's she's I'll, I'll take you. I, like you'll you'll have to leave your life of living in a like a. Abandoned carnival behind how, the how world's most you, annoying friends. But, they, but re- remember, there was even a part where they were talking about how they needed to pay their electric bill, and I'm like, what city gives the okay for someone to move into an abandoned funhouse at a carnival? It appears to be Chicago. Yeah, her friend's like, oh, we gotta pay the bills. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. It, was, it was Midvale. That's the name of the. That's the name of the city. Oh, no. Or no, I think it's the name of the town, Midvale. Midvale. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's go oh. ahead and talk about Blanca. Is there Bianca? Bianca. Bianca. What can Bl- we say? I know. Let's talk about Blanca. I want to talk about Blanca from Street Fighter because it's way more interesting. Wait, can we talk about the Street Fighter movie? Let's yes. do it. Oh. Yes. Let's, oh. do, let's do that movie. Now time for a better movie than this movie. I, I wouldn't go that far. I, I don't know why, but I liked her. She was she entertaining. Was just, she's she was. the no nonsense person. She's the one that has talks, tries to talk sense into Selena. She's the she's a completely superfluous character. But yeah, she, but you know, she was technically not even evil compared to Selena. If you told me she was just a figment of Selena's imagination <laughs> and she wasn't real, she's, yeah, she, she, she's, <laughs> she's the Iago to the Jafar that is Selena. Yes, that's that's quite good. That's like the best thing that you we know, can subscribe. You notice about. that Bianca only grabs red objects because she's a ghost. Yeah, no, it's like she's like a. It, this is like a Fight Club situation. She she's, spoilers for Fight Club. She's she's literally the one who. Cause I blame her for most of the movie because she's just like, you know, she'll be walking around and she was like, hey, what are you doing with the cover of shadows there? Or like, hey, look, there's a hot gardener and I got his number. Like, I feel like all of this could have been like, you know. Right, but like, it's not like she knew that. Again, she's Tyler Durden. Selena was going to come up with these weird. Uh, <laughs> that is right. I love that idea. She was even like when when they saw like what's his face, she was like, "Hey, I saw him first. Yeah, I, it feels like that, or she's like a character in a comedy movie where she like looks at the camera and is like, "Oy, oy, oy!" Like, can you believe this magic stuff? And it's like, who are you? You know, she looks at the camera like cross-eyed with like the thumb pointing at Selena. Like, look at this one right here. All right, so now oh, that we've com- now that we've covered those three in Supergirl on Earth, the, the Omega Hedron is recovered by Selena, a power no. hungry. <laughs> Hold on, I have to stop you again. All right, she's not recovered. It literally falls into her soup, and then she's just like, "Well, there's the secret of the universe." Bye. Yeah, she totally just Bye. knows that without even. I, I love that she holds it, and then she says like this weird like little poem about herself. Right. Yeah, and it's just like, is it the Omega Hedron that's speaking, or is it? Like your insanity. It just feels like, like it's so funny. They just started ripping random pages out of the script, and then she's just like, page fifty-three, page eighty-four, and just keep going. Just read it in line. Like, yeah. Yep. So on Earth, the Ugh. Omega Hedron is recovered by Selena, a power-hungry would-be witch associated <laughs> by the feckless Bianca, seeking to free herself from her relationship with Warlock Nigel. Right. That's yep. a story as old as time. <laughs> Whilst not knowing exactly what it is, Selena quickly realizes that the Omega Hedron is powerful and can be can enable her to perform real magical spells. She, she doesn't like even miss a beat. She just like plucks it out of the soup and like, oh well, like I'm a powerful sorceress now. Bye. It's like it's magic. 
You can't leave me here, Selena. Good. All right, you're you're driving away now. You just like, damn it. You're, dang you've, it. You've powered my Studebaker with your sphere. <laughs> I am a powerful warlock, but yes. I guess I'm walking home. <laughs> Seriously, I just thought about that. What? He can he can he can teleport people into random places. How can he not? Why did he want? He's got uh. like a he's got like the <laughs> ultimate powerful artifact of the universe, which is apparently like a chicken on a stick. The Burundi wand. We can yes. get into that later. I took because because I'm British because I took it from British. I, I got it from darkest Africa. He's just sitting there at the at the table, just going like she didn't need a fruit cup. <laughs> Uh, if if Bracken and Exeter showed up in this movie, I'd be like, okay, this tracks. It makes as much sense as the rest of this movie. Uh, let's see. So going with this, Supergirl arrives on Earth and discovers her new powers. Following the path of the Omega Hedron, she takes the name Linda Lee. Oh, oh, oh. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I feel like we're totally missing Ooh. something. All right. So they show her going through trans-dimensional space. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly... We don't see her landing on Earth. We literally see her coming out of the water Lady from her the little lake, ball. Yeah. Like she didn't yeah. like appear out of space like the the ball did for some reason. She came out of the water. Why are you asking no, questions? The, the ball. So they're in a lake area. Right. So when they're having their picnic, so you see the ball actually fly through the air in a curve. So allegedly it. Oh, it also came so through it the water. Came through the water. So okay. yeah, All the right. portal from interdimensional space is for in the bottom of Midvale Lake. For some reason. For some reason. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll buy it, and then I don't, but sure. If I had glasses at that point, I would be pushing them up to pressure my nose. <laughs> so we get, a, we get a scene where basically Supergirl, for about like 15 minutes, is for just like, going oh, like, like... A three-hour ah! three scene where she that just kind of... That is called the flying ballet. If she kind of... She does know. a bunch of bad wire work. And it like, oh, no, no, no. She actually did a lot of training for that. Yeah, she did. Like, they, she did three hours for I don't know how long they said... It, Hold it on. still just looks very cheesy. I mean, yeah, it's 1984 cheesy wire. Oh, also, yeah. and then, and apparently, when she's coming out of the water, it's just a picture of her plastered onto a wooden board. When she's coming out of the water, yeah, the first ooh, time, basically Boy. just cardboard, just wee. Yeah, because like thirty-five had to shoot her going million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I've got glue, a picture, and a board. <laughs> And some uh, string. We uh, can do this, gentlemen. How is she going to burst out of this water? Hmm, I have an idea. Get me the sticky glue. I've been watching I, I've been watching Clutch Cargo, and I have some ideas. Yeah, she had to train three hours a day for three months to do the outdoor flying sequences, oh where God. she was suspended by wires from a 200-foot tower crane. Wow. And then she picks up a flower, and the flower blooms, and we do... It, it, With her laser that, eyes. That's, that's reminiscent of... Um, Superman 2 because I think that Zod does that he like holds up a flower and does the same thing and oh starts, does he? Yeah. Okay. I think I, that's that's where like they were trying to show like the similarities between all of the characters from the Superman films okay yeah uh, so then we have a scene where basically she starts creeping on a bunch of kids at a school Well, so she just like flies she, her, she's essentially like I'm gonna fly around looking for the Omega Hedron but in the meanwhile, I'm going to, like, impersonate a high school student. Yes. And just, like, become a, a student at this boarding school. Wait, did you guys see the version where, like, those two truckers try to assault her? Yes. 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 Okay, did you what? know one of those truckers was one of the dads from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes. Yes, I was so ashamed of also, him. Also, also, he, he shows one? up in Mystery Men. 
He does show up in Mystery Man. Was he the one? Yes. That's our was, next movie. Was he the one with the AW shirt? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he oh. was in episode. AW was all over oh, this yeah, movie. As his Frosted Flakes. Did you see like Tony the Tiger was uh, in a couple of places too? Oh, no, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, I noticed but the AW. That was weird. Yeah, AW was everywhere. That, and yeah. Popeyes. That actor. Yeah, is, that's true. That actor is Come also Popeyes. That actor was on Next Generation in an episode. He was the guy who's the time traveler where he pretends to be. He's from the future, but he's actually from the past. To steal like stuff from the future, which is the Enterprise, and they catch him, and he's like, "Ah, <laughs> is that, that what he did?" I want that three-minute version of uh, of every Star Trek uh, episode. <laughs> that can be arranged. Aww. Well, he's he 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 has the he, has, he talks in a very weird way in that one, and at the very end, he's like, "Oh, well, you caught me, Captain," and then they like take his time pod and yeah. Supergirl. I'd rather talk about Star Trek, but okay. <laughs> I feel like we're all going. I didn't see that guy. I'm like, oh, we're going to be shining Supergirl by the end of the day. (laughs) All right, let's see. Where are we on here? Rise on Earth. Uh, Boy. Um, Following the path (laughs) of the Omega Hedron, she takes the name Linda Lee, identifies herself as the cousin of Clark Kent, and enrolls in an all girls school where she befriends Lucy Lane, the younger sister of Lois Lane, who happens to be studying. Holy crap, this is a long sentence. (laughs) Let me read this whole thing because somebody couldn't figure out how to run on. <clears throat> Following the path of the Omega Hedron, she takes the name Linda Lee, which identifies herself as the cousin of Clark Kent, who enrolls in an all girls school where she depends Lucy Lane, the younger sister of Lois Lane, who happens to be studying there. Uh, okay. Why there is she, a sentence. Why does she do that? Because she can. She, well, she needs a place to hide. Why? Well, because, like, you know, she obviously needs, like, shelter. Someone to eat, blah, blah, blah. Does like, she? She's she Supergirl. Well, okay, Superman 1, which you've never seen. Damn, dang it. All right, so basically she needs, like, the four basic food groups. She actually needs, like, a safe haven oh, to she hide does. in. Okay. So, like, you know, she that's why she hides in school. The one thing, though, is that she knows that Superman went to Earth. Right. Because, like, she talks about that. But how the heck does she know who Clark Kent is? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. There like, it is. Like, it, it's the weirdness we of the fact that we found movie. a flaw in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Shock. Like, she knows that her cousin was there, but her cousin, when he left Krypton, was a baby. So, ultimately, how does he know that he's there? He's Clark, he's Clark Kent and he's Superman. Exactly. Like, there's that's the biggest, like, plot yeah, hole that, in the that whole was movie. In the, like, the, what, what, that was in, like, one of the five missing hours of this movie, apparently. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Supergirl also meets and becomes enamored with Ethan, who works as a groundskeeper at the school. This really confused me. No, he no 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 no. He wasn't a groundskeeper. He, he was. was an all or no. No, he, he had his own business. Yeah, he had his own business. Yeah. He did it everywhere. Oh. That's why what's her face was able to call him and have him come and see her. I guess that's true. Okay. The, his particular business. His particular business is, is a the landscaper. Grounds, is a landscaper for the school. Is is Wait, a John Travolta stunt like, double? Wikipedia, you didn't check your facts. Wikipedia, fix it. <laughs> I wish, I really wish it had been John Travolta. That would have been amazing. Hey, oh, hey. 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 Some kind of supergirl. Come on, what are you talking about? Come on, supergirl. Hey, what's going on? Oh, my goodness. I'm definitely not gay. Look at all the, like, definitely. Promise. Not gay and Supergirl, the movie we're talking about. Ethan also watches the eye of Selena, who also catch okay ethan also catches the eye of selena who drugs him with a love potion so, which sorry, i i missed this like can someone actually explain this like where is what is the connective tissue here uh yes so uh while they're so while 
Ethan is working at the school right. and Linda Lee, a.k.a. Supergirl Carazorel, is at the school. Selena and Bianca are driving by the school. Okay, so that's where all three are connected so far. Right. The Omega Hedron reacts to Kara's bracelet, right. which okay. reacts to the proximity of yes. the Omega Hedron. Re- reacts to her so, Fitbit, yeah. So <laughs> Selena at the time, because she's trying to figure out how she's going to make uh, – how she's going to use her magic, how she's going to right. make, take over the world. She's doing the tarot card deck and she realizes that the only way that she can get people to do what they, what she wants them to do is through love. So at that point, the Omega Hedron reacts to the bracelet and then she looks up, sees Ethan and goes like, ah, so that Gardner is going to be my first victim slash somehow is going to be the key to me ruling the world. Wow. And that is, that yeah. is a stretch. And Bianca's like, what? No, I saw him first. Why? Let's see. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like that, that, is, that is a like wild shot in the dark for oh, like the plot. How fear you could movie. not have followed that, I also, don't know. Also, can we talk about the fact that Ethan and Kara, how are they supposed to be like love interests to each other? But Kara's supposedly supposed to be in high school, and Ethan's obviously a grown arse uh, man. <laughs> a ding dang doodly grown <laughs> man. He has his own business. They should not even be kissing each other or even thinking Listen, about kissing each wait, other. Wait, you're telling me you're in high school now? Listen, we, we live in the land where Glee exists. Like, 35-year-olds being in high school is okay now. He could have, but he's put, not in high school. He That's potentially what I'm saying. Like twenty in the story. He should. But he still, can make that he should be aware that she's a high school student. He's supposed to be in student. high school. Yeah. Dude, that's not okay ever. Yeah, there's there was a lot of like there, there's a lot of like sexual menace and and, and like. Definitely not inappropriate things. <laughs> that, in is, this that, movie. Is, that is a Star Wars I didn't need to see. Yeah. <laughs> the sexual menace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. I, I, I agree with you, Strand. It is it is mega gross. All I, right. And I did not even I did not even put that together because I was what, so confused. I mean it's one thing when it's Selena and the gardener, because at least that's just cougar status. He's at least out of school, obviously. We are forty-five minutes in and we are only at second paragraph. Please. Oh Ethan also <laughs> catches the eye of Selena, who drugs him with a love potion, which will make him fall in love with the first person he sees at for that and day. Then Bianca comes out in a train. <laughs> I I I spun around in my chair when I saw that. You should love me now. <laughs> Uh, but we'll only love that person for a day. However, Ethan regains consciousness in Selena's absence and wanders out onto the streets because basically Nigel and Selena are still fighting. So that's a thing. There's that there's that very weird scene where they have a pa- a party and like Selena <laughs> they have like causes- a monster mash party in the middle of this movie. <laughs> they, and then basically like Selena just decides to take this lady, flip her upside down, spin her around the room. And upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody cares. No I've one seen thing, that. Yeah. I've seen that actress before. She's been to other stuff. But I do like that they have like that party now reminded me of the like superhero party from Mystery Men as well. Because it was just like the who, old folks home. It was who, the same people. Who were any of these people? Well, just like, like all these people, like, who are all these characters? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, let's see. An angry Selena then uses her newfound powers to animate a construction vehicle <laughs> to which she sends b- to bring Ethan back. This is the moment where I wish Ernest was in this movie because <laughs> he would have he would have sold it scene like, oh, and like, ah, as he's being chased by like the backhoe. Uh, this is causing chaos in the streets as it does so. So this is like, this is. Probably the only big action scene in the entire movie. It, it's it, mm-hmm. it, it's straight out of an Ernest movie. Um, I think yeah, and it took them twenty two days to shoot that one yeah. scene. What? 
Like uh, thirty-five million dollars. There's a lot of parts in that in that scene that I liked. Slash was like, okay, I'm. Un- it was one of those things like, oh, okay, I know why you did that. Like with Lucy going like, oh my god, it's a runaway, and then running to try and stop it. Because Lois Lane would do that. Like Lois Lane would definitely like jump into the trouble and try and fix it. And then just only get into more trouble herself. And then, and well, yeah, that's how she gets saved by Superman all the exactly. time. Exactly. And and she gets knocked out by bumping her shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, bumping her shoulder. And then when, or she allegedly bumps her head. And then later when Jamie's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I bumped my head. And then she touches the wrong area where she got bumped. <laughs> but then like Jimmy being useless as always, what does he do? He just starts taking pictures. It's just like, okay, Jimmy, we get it. But aren't you on break and aren't you not at work? So why are you taking pictures of all yeah. of this? It's like, oh, I'm a, a photojournalist. What a scoop. Like, all right. Apparently, Jimmy's the only character that's actually from the Superman films. Yes. Yeah. He's the connective tissue. The only one. The only one. <laughs> they would pay me to be in this movie, so I'm here. Uh, let's see. Do-do-do. So the newfound powers. Do-do-do. Supergirl, in her guise as Linda Lee, rescues Ethan, and she f- and he falls in love with her instead. Each time, I I didn't get that because it's like he really he didn't look at anyone else. That's in the what interview. we were saying. We were like he's looking at all these people when he's walking down he the road, the sli- looking all drunk, walking into the road, and then he doesn't actually look at anyone that entire time. That's right. freaking impossible. If he had walked out of that like theater, like the the mystery funhouse with like a bucket. And I said, like, oh, man. Uh, okay, yeah, that would make more sense. Maybe Again, all this... he saw was men, and the spell was specific to women. It's... There were other... There were other women. Yeah. Because I remember but, like, they women were, were yelling around. at him, too. But what are the chances he wanders to... from... He just actually <laughs> stare at someone for a couple seconds <laughs> for it to work? It's, it's, it's selective yeah, looking. It's, it's like not hot enough. They have to look enough, into each other's hot. eyes for, like, a good three seconds. Okay. That's magic. how you know it's love. Yeah, that's magic. That's how it works. <laughs> that that a- the entire action sequence was goofy and like I don't what oh, you even God. see the camera crew in one bit. Oh, I didn't like, miss that. The uh the tractor thing like destroys like a whole wall and as it's moving in the mirror you see the whole crew just kind of frozen. Oh, like nice. with like the with like the, the microphones, oh, the boom tubes, nice. whatever. And it's hilarious because like if you pause it, they all look like deer in headlights, just like frozen. <laughs> as if they realize there's a mirror in there. And then it just like keeps going. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh okay. so the next sentence is very apt. <laughs> Supergirl and Selena begin to battle. Supergirl appears to have the upper hand until Selena summons new powers to capture Ethan and subsequently lure and trap Supergirl, sending her to the Phantom Zone. We missed a whole bit there. Yeah. Yep. Did we? Did we? A whole lot. After the crane scene? Yeah. Is this the whole scene where they basically, he flies out with... No, remember she goes back to the school and they're like, who's that? What did they call her? Oh, no, so uh, this was before that. She goes to the school, then the two bullies that you only see, like, twice show up. It's like, oh, God, another barfy new student. They're really lowering the, no, no, you know, no, blah, not, blah, blah. Not that one, oh. remember? Because they're like, who's that girl when she oh. saves Ethan? Oh, and yes, then yes, they yes. send the... the it the shadow, like her the sh- shadow. Yeah, that's her, her shadow. Her yeah. shadow, and then they that's the first fight. Uh, that, that dialogue, also one of my favorites in the film, where it's just like, you know, um, she goes like, who who's that girl? Like the wimp? Like what's going yeah, on? And then just like, shouldn't you be worried about like the other one, the one with the S, and that can fly? Mm-hmm. And like you know, they have like this big thing, and then they use the coffer of shadows and the Omega Hedron to like send her shadow to attack 
the wimp, quote-unquote yes. Linda Lee, mm-hmm. and then they battle Supergirl. Mm-hmm. But, like, after sh- the shadow loses, I love the lines that she has. It's like, it's like, damn it, send him, or dang it, send a man to do a woman's job, and that's what you get. <laughs> damn her eyes. Who is she? It's just like, you just had this conversation literally 15 minutes ago. Yeah. No, no one is She has an S on her chest and she can fly. Who do you think she could possibly be? Exactly. No one is listening to Bianca in this movie. And Bianca's just like, is that a storm dragon? And even if done away, goes like, a super girl. And then she just answers her own question like 15 minutes before. It's yeah. like, Selena, what you doing? That's Honey, good, what you good, doing? No, that that's good writing. She's just got that's a good writing. She's got a fifth of gin in her at all times. Oh yeah, no, she is the drunk aunt of this movie. <laughs> she's like, I lost the Oscar. And in the background, she's always like smoking, and she's just like hanging out there, like, uh. like her pitch is amazing though. Like I love how her voice goes like eight octaves high, <laughs> like with every scream that she does. So, yeah, and then and then there's the part where. Where Supergirl goes to f- her things going off again, so she goes to look for the Omega Hadron. <laughs> she gets to the carnival area where it is. Ethan is being creepy and following her. He's the worst Somehow. romance. And then they're on, and then he like gets her to sit on one of the rides, and that's when Selena like comes out, and like that's when they have their first fight. They have Their that. They have one on one fight. That goofy, like I'm gonna put, I'm gonna make this carnival ride go super fast. Ah ha ha ha! Look at my powers. And then she flies <laughs> away with Ethan in the in the car from this ride, and she flies so far away into some park and tries to leave him there so she can go and get Selena. And during this time, Selena uses her magical he powers to fire a coconut at him, just, just to like retrace all of that for like two she seconds said. when he's like saying poetry to her in the carnival I'm sitting there with David mm-hmm. and I'm like god I want what they have and he looked at me like what and I was like oh I'm sorry you find, you find, your, you, you find yourself a man <laughs> who looks at you like like, like dead eyed and just like you know under my spell yeah next time I see him I'm just gonna throw a coconut at him it's literally like <laughs> yeah that was so weird wow random coconut <laughs> random coconut just throws a coconut through a portal to hit him in the head so he's knocked out I love what Selena says after that it's just like dang it like I can throw a coconut like a hunt like you know through pinpoint time and space accuracy. With pinpoint accuracy but I still can't control men's minds <laughs> it's like what well if you could just bean everyone with a coconut I guess you've got the control of the world no part of this movie makes sense or follows from the previous scene it's- and then somehow during all this time when Supergirl and Ethan are in the middle of friggin' nowhere, she grows a mountain with a castle on top. Uh, that so uh, that was bef- uh, after she manages to kidnap Ethan with the help of Nigel. So she right, was, okay. Yeah, she uh, used the Burundi wand oh, from yeah, Nigel. Right, yeah, and then she and then she got the Burundi I've got my racist wand. chicken on a stick, and I will use it to control people. All right, is it time for the Phantom Zone? Can I please go to the Phantom Zone? Yes, let's okay. go. Let's go to okay. Slimy Peter O'Toole Zone. All, All right, so we're we're now in the Phantom Zone. Kara doesn't have her powers. She wanders the landscape, falls into a lava pit. Which that's a lava pit. Okay. She falls into a bunch of cornstarch or a bunch of like corn syrup with green. I thought that was. Quicksand or a swamp. It says it lava gooey. pit here. Oh, okay. it was green. Sure. Squishy, squishy. It was very green. 
but okay, go ahead. And then passes out Zaltar, who has exiled himself to the Phantom Zone as a punishment for losing the Omega Hedron, finds Kara unconscious. After she wakes up, Zaltar convinces Kara to escape. Not really. He's kind of like, there's no way to escape. There's got to be a way. Also, there's no like, way. Spritz? What was he oh, yeah. saying? Squirt. 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 <laughs> like, first of all, gross. Squirt. Also, what? It's like, squirt. You start to like it after a while. Squirt. What is it even? <laughs> you don't want to know. Would you like a squirt? Squirt. That feels, this feels like terrible, like, this is like terrible, like, improv or something. I, I bet they named it something overly complicated, and he's just like, I'm tired of being here. Squirt. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So Zoltar convinces Kara to escape in a way that he basically says there's no way to escape and then, like, gives up and says, all right, there might be one way. <laughs> oh, I guess you could go through the door. Yes, uh, and sacrifices his life to allow her to do so. Not really. He's trying to climb and then gets taken in by a swirly tornado thing. Yes. Okay. All right, fine. Yeah, I'll that take swirly, it. The swirly thingy was manipulated by Selena because she sees through her magic mirror that they are you know trying to escape and so she uses like some fireballs which causes them to like fall back and then she manipulates like the storm to take him allegedly but yes all right so allows her to do so back on earth selena oh, misuses boy. the omega hedron and makes herself a princess of earth with Ethan as her lover and consort. Emerging from the Phantom Zone through a mirror, Supergirl regains her powers and confronts Selina, who uses the Omega Hedron's power to summon a gigantic shadow demon. The demon overwhelms Supergirl by grabbing her, just then just having her oh, there well, in a hand. I also like when she's like, I'm gonna use my, she uses her magic and it causes like the floor to move, and Supergirl's like, ugh. Like you can, you can fly. fly. She has a, she has a weakness <laughs> to magic. Weakness to magic. But it's not magic. She's just making the floor move, and then she tries to like crush her under a Baphomet statue. The demon overwhelms overwhelms Supergirl and is on the it, verge it, of defeating her. He grabs her and she's like, and then oh she's no, like, visual effects. Oh. Yeah, she's like stretching. It's magic. <laughs> Uh, also, when, she made Nigel. Like, she she betrays him and takes the the chicken on a stick and like makes him old. It makes him look like a sad tramp. Yes, like you know, disheveled with like his geisha lipstick. <laughs> so the demon overwhelms Supergirl is on the verge of defeating her when she hears Zoltar's voice urging her to fight on. Supergirl breaks free urging, and is, urging her to use the force, basically. And is told by Nigel that they're, the only way to defeat Selena is to turn the shadow demon against her. Supergirl quickly complies and begins flying in circles around her, trapping her in a tornado. Selena is attacked and incapacitated by the monster as the whirlwind pulls Bianca in as well. The three of them are sucked back into the mirror portal, which promptly reforms, trapping them all within forever. Free from Selena's spell, Ethan admits his love for Linda. He says he knows that she and Supergirl are one and the same, but also knows it is possible he may never see her again and understands she must save Argo City. The final scene shows Kara returning to the Omega Hedron to a darkened Argo City, which promptly lights up again. Supergirl! Woo! Think about this movie was $35 million in 1984. Like, all three original Star Wars movies had been released at this point. And this is what this movie looks like. It is. It was, and I think the equivalency was eighty-six million dollars in today's money. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a bunch aye, of aye, aye. like uh, the whole dynamic between Lucy and Linda is interesting 
Because at one point, like in the film, it's only been like a day, and they have like this exchange where Lucy's just like, "I sometimes don't get you, Linda." It's like you've only known her for a day. Yeah. Half I of that, you were asleep. I also <laughs> like. Works. I also like the scene where she randomly like puts a bra on over her jacket and it's like stuffing it full of. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. Like, what are you doing? She's oh, like, no. I'm trying to figure this thing out. It's so weird, but yeah. Also, the two bullies that were in the movie are there in the beginning, but then you don't see them afterwards. Mm-hmm. So there's a deleted scene, which is now going to be brought back in the deleted director's thingy on the Blu-ray. But um, you see the main bully girl at one point holding up a sign saying, like, Selena must go. And then you don't see her ever again. But then you do see a puddle on the floor as the car is driving away. So Selena actually, in the deleted scene, she turns the girl into an ice statue and has her shattered. Oh, wow. Yes. Rough. So, uh, and then she, then she like turns to everyone's like, seize them. And then they get taken away where Jimmy says, I'm part of the press. You can't do this to me. Yeah, where did oh, she get okay. all those like motorcycle helmet guards from? Oh, because she uses the power of the Omega Hedron to uh, manipulate the police. So when she's oh. talking about her plan to like expand her empire, Bianca says, so we'll do the same thing that we did here, right? We go for the cops. So like, that's where the the uh, motorcycle people come from. And so yes. they do that because of her power with Ethan, which technically means that she's using the power of love. Yes. Yeah. No, it's because of the stick. Oh, okay, the stick. Never mind. The chicken the stick. One <laughs> that they got from Popeyes. It was made from Popeyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Supergirl... That's Supergirl. Is there any fun things we want to talk and about? Listeners, if you were confused by that, like, we are too. At least I am. Some of us are. Well, it didn't help that Wikipedia, like, skipped a bunch of stuff. Yes. I mean, but is it necessary stuff? I it's watched just the like, movie I and I was confused. important. It was in the movie. Oh, boy. Because um, it made it seem like they jumped a bunch of stuff. And it's like, no, it was it was a slow and steady uh, up. And, and they at the end, maybe they knew that this was a stinker near the end because she she runs up to Jimmy and Lucy before she goes. She's like, oh, I have to go. But and then they're like, it's OK, Supergirl. We never heard of you. And she's like, we're not going to tell anybody that you exist. So it's so it, it just kind of shows that it's just like, all right. So why would Jimmy of all people keep the secret of Supergirl? Like, if anything, I would imagine that he takes pictures, goes to Clark Kent right. or Superman and say, there was a girl. She's blonde. I'm a reporter. Like this is news. Why? Superman is not the only Kryptonian out there. Also, why would Supergirl yeah. care? I'm sorry. Why would Supergirl care? Oh yes, that's the other thing. Like uh, again, it's just I guess they knew that either this was not going to work or they were going to wait and see, and then they were going to do another film because I think they were going to do like two other films. Holy moly. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen that. Could Ugh. you imagine if this was like the DC Cinematic Universe? Yeah, this if like, it actually this was this it was like, like we ended up getting the Superman films, and then we ended up getting similar Batman films uh. that were like this. <laughs> I but figured they weren't the they weren't the dark version. They were the Christopher Reeve like Reeve like kind of happy go lucky Batman-y versions. Well, yeah, yeah. So. But- they said that when Eddie, the truck driver, asked Supergirl if she's Superman's best friend, she replies, no, his cousin. However, Supergirl knows her cousin only as Kal-El, and as she has only just arrived on Earth, she has no way of knowing yet that Kal-El is called Superman on Earth. Therefore, she cannot understand Eddie's... Wait, 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 wait. If she doesn't know that he's Superman, she doesn't How? know that he's Clark Kent either. Yeah, we said... We, 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 I think we touched on that earlier. Like, yeah. No, I know that, but the, the, the 
this random thing that they're picking out saying, how would she know that kal is Superman? How would she know Kal-El goes by Clark Kent? Yeah, it's, yes, it's there's a, many. Yes, yes. There it's a are, bad movie. There are many errors this in this movie. This is the only error that they pointed out. No, it's the only, like, nobody cares about this movie to add all the errors movie, to IMDb. This movie was an error. Oh, yeah, there's also, yes. yeah, they say no explanation to where her costume comes from. Yes. All right, Supergirl. Oy. I think you, if you like the Superman movies, probably one through two, this is maybe if you want to go through three, four, and this. Yeah, I guess. I couldn't in good conscience recommend it to anyone else because I couldn't make heads or tails of this movie. I have no shame of bringing this movie up to all of my friends, which is why we are here today. But see, that's the thing, though. It was like, this movie is extremely campy. It is. So it was fun in that that aspect, but I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Yes. It is incomprehensible. Yes. It is. gobbledygook. And it's also very weird to think that it's like, ah, this is someone with superpowers. Comparable to Superman, it's like I'm going to beat you with this chicken stick I have. Yes, all the villains are these like extremely British, old, like old British people, like doing like just nonsense magic. I have a, I have a chicken on a stick. Sabrina, how do you feel about Supergirl? You like her? You want to be friends with her? You want to be her? I I like it because it's a friggin' Supergirl movie. But yeah, there's a lot of weird things that they should. <laughs> there's like a lot of weird inconsistencies in the movie. But other than that, like I liked it. The thing you love is troubled. I'm sad that. As is many of the things I loved. <laughs> I'm sad that it didn't do well and then it had so many issues. I feel like if there weren't so many issues, they probably would have taken more care into building up the movie and explaining it better and it could and there there were plans for more supergirl yeah. movies mm-hmm. but because it did so badly that's why there's no more well there was like i mean basically it sounds like they re- rewrote it they removed major characters it's just like i, I hate to say it, maybe this movie needed like another rewrite because it needs to be chopped like way down it the, was yeah. way too long i think the problem would have been though if they had included superman it would have been the superman movie with, with supergirl, supergirl yes. in it right and, i would just get a plot that makes sense yes like, I, I feel like that would have been a really nice introduction for Supergirl. Have a Superman yeah. film with Supergirl and then give her her own film afterwards. Yeah. Even if something. It did well. I, li- I liked her, though. Like, as, yes. a, as a character, like, I like Supergirl. The girl who played her, I thought was perfect. I think it would have worked. Is the villain that great? No. no. I, I feel like I feel like they were keeping <laughs> Helen Slater going on a series of drugs to like power her up each day and then bring her back down again. Like like that character from SNL that they do for Kate McKinnon does a an old lady character. She's like, well, sometimes they just give you drugs for you to be up during the day and then down as for the evening. She, she just <laughs> she seemed like she was like she she was like Carrie Fisher from the hol- the Star Wars holiday special, just like glassy-eyed and like it added to her precociousness i her guess naivete, one would say yeah i don't i didn't find anything wrong with the acting of supergirl to be honest i i think it like if even if you were to take just the components of this movie make it, it's like okay she's trying to find the omegahedron somehow selena also knows about the omegahedron like ah i'm gonna find it and then they're both on the trail of the omegahedron they come into conflict supergirl's triumphant like that's a much simpler than it like I like they, they they coincidentally bump into each other and then are both fighting over this random like landscaper, and they 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 really depended on a lot of stuff from the first two films. Like you know they talked about the Phantom Zone 
quite right. a bit and you actually see it, but then you kind of have to sit there for a moment and think, how the heck does Selena know what the Phantom Zone is? Yeah, isn't is? that like yeah. something? Because that's from Krypton. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. that's sixth dimensional. Sixth dimensional geography. Yes, uh, or geometry. Geography would be more interesting. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I'm done talking about Supergirl unless I'm, you guys I'm have stuff. I'm confused and upset. After I'll, watching and talking about this movie. Well, Buckle don't in. worry, because you won't be <laughs> It'll that... It'll get worse. Don't worry, because next episode is very direct and straightforward superhero fun. I actually would say that is correct. Uh, it's not better or good, but I actually... I, I, I was able to understand what I was looking at in that movie. It's comprehensible, and comprehensibly bad, and maybe slow. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh. Next episode, we're going to be covering my choice... The movie that brought forth the uh, the stylings of the All Star song, uh, which is, is Mystery first, Men. Oh, is this the okay. first movie to have that as yeah. like a? Mm. If you actually see the music video, is actually clips from this movie. Oh no! Yes, oh my God. That's... Yeah, Shrek just copycat. Shrek is is Shrek like the unofficial like a spiritual sequel to this movie? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. He was one. Of, he was the Don't seventh member. <laughs> How dare Donkey! Donkey. <laughs> All right, we will catch you next week. Oh, you should first off, you should find us at satfriendsclub.com over at Twitter, Twitter at satfriendsclub. Uh, and you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash satfriendsclub, where you can hang out with us. We have a Discord. We can chat. We can talk. We are probably going to do holiday stuff coming up, which we should probably have. People doing holiday picks that are part of our Discord group because yeah. that would be a nice thing. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's a nice thing. Some. Sometimes I feel like they do it to torture us. It's almost like they do that on purpose. I don't know. Like, what are friends for? <laughs> I had I had so many issues yeah. with we're back, but then we have our thank we have our Thanksgiving pick for this this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. It's so good. Yep. All right. We will catch you next episode for more Saturday Friends fun. Till then, sleep well, everyone. Yeah, you should do that.